Happy Monday and welcome back to Kubi's Commentary for the week of August 8th, 2022. After much reflection, we have come up with a novel concept that good news is actually good news. On Friday, the Labor Department reported that the U.S. economy added 528,000 jobs in July, more than twice as high as expected, and the unemployment rate ticked down to 3.5%, matching the lowest level since the late 1960s. We think this report offers solid evidence that the economy is off life support and can absorb a return to normal monetary policy, since the increase in rates from near zero to around 2% apparently did not motivate companies to stop hiring and start firing. Treasury yields moved higher and the Ursin Recessionistas, aka the good news is bad news bears, argued that the Federal Reserve would continue its aggressive interest rate hikes to cool the economy and dampen inflation. Yes, rates are going higher, but in the words of Bon Jovi, whoa, we're halfway there, whoa, living on a prayer. In other words, we believe, or pray, that as the year progresses, the economy will cool off, but still be healthy with the forecasted 3.5% short-term rates. The prayer part comes from the hope that there are no more surges in the pandemic and the geopolitical turmoil. Whereas the yield on the 10-year Treasury did jump 20 basis points to 2.84% following the strong jobs report, it still represents a historically low level and is essentially the same rate as four months ago. Meanwhile, corporate earnings continue to exceed expectations without the feared dire forward-looking guidance cuts. Following the solid reports and with 87% of companies now having reported second quarter results, the growth rate for the second quarter is 6.7% today compared to an earnings growth rate of 5.8% last week and an earnings growth rate expectation of 4% at the end of the second quarter, June 30th. Revenue growth has been much stronger at 13.6%, but margins have been squeezed by the rising input costs. Estimates for earnings growth in the back half of the year remain around 6%. It was a risk-on week in the stock market, with most of the gains coming on Wednesday without a specific catalyst, Although sharply declining energy prices and a muted response from China following House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan may have contributed to the positive sentiment. The S&P posted a 0.4% gain while the Nasdaq jumped 2.2% and the Russell 2000 advanced 1.9%. Crude oil declined almost 10% during the week to finish at under $90 a barrel, and the energy sector was the worst performer, sliding 6.4%. This week, earnings season will wind down with just 23 S&P companies reporting results, including the Walt Disney Company, on Wednesday. On the economic calendar, the CPI report on Wednesday and the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey on Friday are of particular interest. Economists forecast an 8.7% year-over-year rise in CPI for July, which would only represent a 0.2% increase from June. Consumer sentiment for August is expected to have modestly improved from its recent record lows. Consumers who enjoy driving to Wingstop should be feeling much better, with gas prices having declined for over 50 straight days and an 18.8% decrease in bone-in chicken wings prices from a year ago. Turning to stocks on the move, whereas we recorded more advancing than declining stocks last week, the biggest movers were on the downside. Down 20.1% was Orion Energy Systems, Inc., ticker OESX. Last week, Orion announced a fiscal first quarter loss of $0.09 per share that missed consensus estimates by $0.08 per share and revenue of $17.9 million, down 49% year-over-year, 
and missed consensus estimates by almost $7 million. The company attributed the poor performance during the quarter to supply chain challenges and major customers continuing to push back projects, not cancel. OESX also announced a CEO transition with Mike Alstrafel retiring in November and Michael Jenkins, EVP and COO, assuming the role. Down 11.1% was Alico Inc., ticker ALCO. Last week, Alico announced a fiscal third quarter non-GAAP loss of 21 cents per share, which missed estimates by 27 cents per share, and revenue of $25.94 million, down 25.6% year-over-year, which missed estimates by about $3 million. The company also revised its fiscal year 2022 guidance down due to the freeze of the Valencia crop that hit in late January. Additionally, certain ranch land sales transactions were pushed out to fiscal year 2023. Down 18.6% was Rocky Brands, Inc., ticker RCKY. Last week, Rocky posted second quarter non-GAAP earnings of $0.34 per share versus $0.99 in the prior year period. Revenue, on the other hand, of $162 million was up 23.1% year-over-year and beat estimates by $16.28 million. The company continues to see integration issues of the brands acquired from Honeywell, as well as increased outbound freight costs. Down 24.1% was Great Lakes Dredge and Dock Corp, ticker GLDD. Last week, GLDD announced second quarter gap loss of $0.06 cents per share and revenue of $150 million, which missed estimates by $0.26 cents and about $35 million, respectively. The CEO and president said the quarter saw short-term supply chain delays and inflationary pressures, as well as unfavorable weather and site conditions that negatively impacted production and margins. Finally, to end on a good note, up 22.3% was Allied Motion Technologies, ticker AMOT. Last week, Allied Motion announced second quarter non-GAAP earnings of $0.36 per share and revenue of $122.7 million. The industrial market demand remains strong, and the company is benefiting from steps it took to offer new solutions, as well as successful acquisitions it has made over the last few quarters. Thank you so much for tuning into the blog this week. Have a great rest of your day. Securities are offered through New Edge Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Financial advice is offered through Northstar Investment Management Corp., a registered investment advisor. Northstar Investment Management Corp. is not a subsidiary or control affiliate of New Edge Securities, Inc. The information provided in this commentary is not an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to purchase any security, product, or brokerage service. The information is not intended to be used as the basis for investment decisions, nor should the information be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of any investor. This commentary is presented to illustrate examples of the securities that Northstar Investment Management Corporation and or its affiliates may have bought for client accounts and the diversity of markets in which Northstar Investments may invest and may not be representative of current or future investments. You should not assume that the performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product referenced directly or indirectly in this commentary will be profitable or will be equal to any corresponding performance levels that might be indicated. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments and securities involve risks, including the possible loss of the principal invested. Northstar and others associated with it, including employees, may have positions in and affect transactions and securities of companies mentioned or indirectly referenced in this commentary. 
Northstar may buy, sell, or hold these securities in proprietary or client accounts. Northstar will not be providing regular updates or advising you of any changes in the views expressed herein. Investors should consider their investment objectives, risk tolerance, and financial situation and needs before investing in any security. Tax considerations, commissions, fees, and other costs should be carefully evaluated with one's investment and or tax advisors. Information provided is obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but Northstar cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information. This material may not be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted to any other person in whole or in part without the prior written consent of Northstar. A copy of Northstar Investment Management Corporation's Form ADV brochure, Privacy Notice, and Business Continuity Plan Summary can be obtained by calling 312-580-0900.